Welcome to Coffee with Kay, where we're going to make sure the coffee is always served strong, but it's also going to come with a side of truth, and that's truth with a capital T. The truth of God, that is. I'm here to equip and encourage you, Saint. Yep, that's right, you. And if you're not familiar with the sainthood, I want to teach you what it is, and I want to invite you to the family. So let's get right into it. Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee with Kay. I'm so excited. So sorry that there's been so so much space in between these episodes. As you've already seen, season three is all about motherhood. And that's my excuse, motherhood. I've been busy just doing the mom thing. And uh, that's okay. There is grace. But let me say, I'm so glad to be back on. I've really missed recording. I love doing this podcast and I've been super excited about the season. So we're jumping back in strong and I have a super special guest today. This is Jivwa. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I have frequently talked about my weight loss journey this past year since having baby number three. And um, it took me a long time to be able to even just get to the beginning point to get to exercise again. Um, And also when I'm pregnant, I usually share about some fantastic online resources that I use specifically on YouTube. Um, And Gibwa is one of my favorite prenatal, postnatal, (laughs) (laughs) non-natal exercising YouTubes. Her handle is called Belly Strong Mama. um, And I've been getting to exercise through her videos for probably the past two years. definitely the third baby and I think even postpartum with my second baby Maya I really can't remember it's all kind of muddling in so Gibo is here on Coffee with K today and we're going to get to talk about motherhood as it pertains to fitness and wellness and health because I think it is so important it's always been a huge passion of mine um, if you may or may not remember I studied exercise wellness in college that was what my bachelor's degree is in don't use it anymore used to be a swim coach not a coach anymore. Totally okay. So, but fitness is a huge part of my life and I think it's super important and just a really great way to expand your motherhood journey, prolong your motherhood journey, and just dig into yourself as a person, as a mom, whether or not you've been an athlete before or like it's your first time becoming an athlete, exercising, maybe that wasn't really part of your life growing up, uh, but now you want it to be. And so I'm just really hoping that this episode can open that door for you and just give you that freedom to partake in in a huge part of um, what can be a great experience in your life. So without further ado, I would like to introduce y'all to Kipwa. Hey there. Hi. Welcome hey. to Coffee with Kay. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Um, yeah, I know the name is a bit weird and it's not spelt how it says. So it's Jibwa, um, with a It's like a J instead of a G. Oh, did I? What did I say? Gibwa. I sure. <laughs> Gibwa. I, I get, get so the- many different pronunciations. I'm just like, I know what you're saying. that is the story of my life I get that all the time with my name which is why I just go by K as my pen name and on Instagram 
because I'll get, I, it's always the funniest stories, the most interesting things. The most popular one is people who are like, it's Kyrie, like, like Kyrie Irving, like the basketball player. And I'm like, <laughs> no. yes, because my parents named me after a basketball player who is the same age as me. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> No, that makes sense. That makes, that sense. makes sense. And that was like you know, Kyrie Irving and I are like the same age, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so I <laughs> totally relate to that. I'm so sorry, Eva. Got it. So I want to yeah. make sure I say your name right. I love it. I think it's so pretty and it's so so cool. I think anything that is so different from us, usually, maybe not for everybody. I perceive it as cool. Sometimes I know things that are different from you can be very uncomfortable, but I think it's everything yeah. different from you is just so beautiful. So yeah. depends how different, I guess. But yeah, that's yeah. true. That is very true. Some <laughs> things are, I'm sure as you know, you said you've lived in Japan. Um, mm. I've been recently reading an Amy Carmichael document or a biography. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. She was a missionary mm-hmm. in India, um, but she started out her her missions in Japan in in her book. Oh, wow. This was in like yeah. the late 1800s, and oh, she's wow. talking about like the different foods they eat and how she just could never get <laughs> over the food. Like she tried so hard, but she was like, "I just can't do it." And so she would <laughs> bed with her tea and in, in, in her cookies because she was from uh, Ireland. And yeah. she would have her tea and biscuits in bed. So she wouldn't, like, offend the locals because <laughs> she was so hungry. <laughs> oh, shame. <laughs> so sometimes different, I guess, isn't always, uh, you know, the most glamorous. But nonetheless, <laughs> uh, I would love to hear more about how you started. So getting back on track with fitness, this all has yep. to do with fitness. <laughs> well, um... Oh, carry on. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, you're fine. I would love to hear more about like how you started your YouTube. Like, I would love to just know your story. Well, okay. Where are we now? So this is going back, what, three years? So I was in Japan at the time. I'd been there doing my master's and my husband had a tour company there or has a tour company there. And what, March 2020, this was the beginning of the pandemic and everything just ground to a halt overnight so I just finished my master's I was helping my husband out with his company and everything was going really well and then it all just kind of stopped (laughs) and I mean we didn't know when it would end and I was like what am I going to do I I mean I'm in this country my Japanese is basic at most um I so I can't really get a, a decent job um there's no tourism and my husband's trying to find some other stuff to do. So I need to find something to do. And he's the one who actually encouraged me to start a YouTube channel. And I was like, okay, maybe I should do a podcast, but then what would I talk about? So I really had to think about, you know, what are the skills that I have? What can I offer that provides value to people? And I was like, oh, hey, I'm, I mean, I got pregnant around that same time as well. And I was like, you know, I'm a physio, I work out, I exercise, I can't really find anything on the internet, at least for free, that's a comprehensive pregnancy workout routine that's designed by someone, you know, who knows about this stuff um, intimately. And I was like, I can do that. So (laughs) after the first trimester, because that was an absolute write-off, I was just throwing up all the time. Oh, Um, 
I started filming and we'd spend weekends, you know, one or two days every weekend just filming videos and trying to make sure that I was at the stage of pregnancy that I was filming the video for. Um, And it grew from there, I guess. Yeah, as soon as she was born, I moved on to the postpartum stuff because I think recovery is really important and there's not a lot of guidance around that. Mm-hmm. And it's really just evolved with my own journey as a mom, um, you know, then trying to get fit after the recovery stage and try to get some semblance of a fit body back. Um, yes. So, yeah. That's In a so nutshell. Cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it, it, I love that because – you don't necessarily get to know, not saying this is a bad thing, but like the background story of your YouTuber sometimes. Yeah. And and so for, you know, somebody on the other end, it's like, oh, this is, this is great. This is great. And then I was like, I want to know more about this person. Like, who are you? What do you do? How do you learn this? Because um, I just, I was just so impressed. I still am so impressed with your videos. Like they were just so clear and concise and um, like consistent. And something for me, like, I like, Mm. I like workout videos, but then there's some of them where it's like, this is not, (laughs) this is not what I was expecting. I don't think this is your forte. (laughs) You know, know, there's some of them out there that are like, this is not, it doesn't even have to be high quality, but where it's just like kind of confusing or like kind of blurry or murgled or jumbled up and and yours are not like that and I just really I really enjoyed that and then getting to find you on Instagram and just kind of like getting to see you like interacting with your family thank Um, you and I just think it's so cool I love that and I probably have my husband to thank for that because he's I mean he's very into cameras so he made sure that we had all the equipment so we could film at least a, a decent quality of video but I mean talking about the level it was it was difficult to pitch because there are so many different levels of fitness like I know someone will do these workouts and they're like this is too slow for me um, if they're really fit and then others are like that was really really hard yeah. <laughs> so it, it's always difficult finding the balance but hopefully I've hit a balance that most women will enjoy yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, from my perspective, I've always been an athlete, like since I was a little girl. Mm. Um, my first baby, I think I was lap swimming until I was like 33 weeks pregnant <laughs> and my swimsuit couldn't fit anymore. And I was jogging until I was like 28 weeks pregnant or something crazy like wow. that. Yeah. Granted, I think I was I was like 22, my first baby. Mm. And so my body was just in a completely different place. You know, it's your first baby. Usually your muscles are like a lot tighter still. Your uterus has never done this before. Mm -hmm. Like you honestly snap back like a rubber band. (laughs) Those first babies are, they're just marvelous. And yeah, those first (laughs) trimesters are like, for me at least, they're impossible. I get so, so sick until like at least 20 weeks. Yeah. Um, And so my second baby, I think that is, I think that's when, after I had her, I had her in 2019. And I think that's when I found your videos. And she also was kind of like, I was able to snap back. I had those two more back to back. So that pregnancy was also a lot more active. I was really, really morning sick, but 
I was still able to be a lot more active. I didn't gain nearly as much weight, so it wasn't like as hard on my joints to exercise and stuff. Yeah. Um, third baby, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Like, I think I just, I think everything in me just broke. And I remember <laughs> that pregnancy doing the workouts um, like in our room on YouTube and doing your workouts. And I was like, that that was hard. <laughs> I don't remember them ever being this hard. <laughs> and so it's just crazy you say that because even, you know, for one person, mm-hmm. three different pregnancy experiences, yeah. my athletic capabilities have been literally all over the place. Yeah. Or uh, something that was easy for me, my first pregnancy was like, I, I was, like, out of breath, needing my inhaler, like, my third time around. <laughs> and so I love that, too, because I think especially doing prenatal or um, postnatal exercises, you have this expectation of your own body mm-hmm. that, like, I can be capable of what, you know, if you, like you said, if you've been used to working out, you, will, you have this higher capacity that you're used to, like, yeah. needing. And then all of a sudden, you might not meet that. And it's kind of yeah. like, am I doing something wrong? Um, it, and like you said, there's not necessarily a ton of those types of videos online. Um, like, prenatal exercising is not a very popular thing to do, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, and so being yeah. able to see somebody else interacting in a physical way um, while pregnant, I think is so encouraging because it kind of showed me like, one, everybody's bodies are already different to begin with, mm-hmm. but then you add pregnancy into that, and the the game is just thrown out the window. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like there's not really like a comparison scale. Like you just get to show up and do what you can as best as you can. Yep. And I think your videos really help you to be able to um, meet your like meet yourself where you're at instead of trying to like do exactly what they're doing on the video and seeing like, well, this person looks so fit or whatever. Like yeah. they're just that expectation for me when I get to watch your YouTubes totally goes out the window, um, oh, which is one of the reasons you. why. Yeah. I just really love the way you do your videos. Like, yeah, I don't know sometimes. Cause there's some that I watch and I'm like, you literally got abs over your belly. Like <laughs> we are not on the same level oh, right no. now. Yep. <laughs> I cannot do this. Nope. <laughs> nope, My nope, leg nope. doesn't go up right now. Like it just it just got to stay down here underneath hip level. Um so I'm going to move on to the next video. <laughs> I don't feel like I think the the expectation that's like a big thing because you know I've always I grew up dancing that's always been my thing as you know many different forms as possible and I've always been quite fit. Um and it took me, recovery took me a lot longer than I thought it would after childbirth. And it took me so long to be able to jump without any pelvic pain. I was like, I, I just can't get up there. I jump and nothing okay. happens. I'm just, I don't have the power. And it took yes. me a while of really working on it to get back to that point. And even then, I don't think I've gotten back to where I was before Same. pregnancy. I know. And it's kind of like, it makes me think of, you know, like mental therapy where it's like, 
you process things and they your therapist is like, you know, you might not ever be the person you were before. Yeah. And that's how I feel about pregnancy and the fitness journey. Mm-hmm. It's like you might not be that that person you were before. And yeah. and that's okay. Like yeah. that is normal and it's good and it's okay. Yeah. And I feel like we like we don't get to say that enough to moms. And I, mm. I've been noticing that I've been sharing that. So like and I, we've kind of gotten to talk about it briefly on Instagram, um, my weight loss journey. So with my third baby, oh my, I gained like 65, 70 pounds. I stopped counting. Um, so contextually, if you're a fitness guru out there and you know the body mass index, all this stuff, you might enjoy this. So do the math. <laughs> I am 5'4". Um, and pre-pregnancy, I was, I'm about like, 135 to 140s that's always been my that's been high for me like before being a mom I like lived in the 120s and that was just what my body did um and that's you know doing moderate exercise three to five times a week nothing crazy wasn't like you know dieting nothing crazy that wasn't meal planning that's just what my body did naturally um so my first two pregnancies I think I gained like 45 pounds and I lost the weight probably three to four months postpartum. Um, and I, and I was not like I was exercising again, dieting, doing anything crazy. Like I was just eating normal breastfeeding Mm -hmm. and it probably would take me about two months to be able to even go on a walk without again, having that crazy pelvic floor pain, let alone like doing any exercise. Um, and so third baby comes around and not only am I like over 200 pounds by the time I give birth, (laughs) 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 and let me tell you, I barely could, I felt like I could barely walk. Like I was so heavy. It hurt so bad. Um, and then, you know, maybe like six weeks postpartum, I'm waiting, you know, I'm waiting for that rubber band to snap. And I look down and I'm like, it's not snapping. (laughs) 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 What happened? Uh, it's not the norm and and it turns out like I was having just a lot of stress in my life Um, my hormones were super off this baby and my body was just changing and I I was doing pelvic floor therapy the whole time I was pregnant and postpartum because I was having a ton of hip pain and back pain turns out I had an old sports injury that never was rehabbed um, and it was causing like a lot of inner um, inner ligament pain specifically in my right hip, like in my inner rotator cuff in my hip. And it was just like so specific, so agonizing that like doing anything beyond stretching was like I could barely do a glute bridge, right? It was, I started from under baseline um, and it's taken me literally a year to work up to being able to even do like a Peloton exercise um, or doing CrossFit. Like we started CrossFit And it's been so hard and so humbling. Um, But something that I've just been sharing online is like, I have to remind myself that this is, this is normal. Like this is what happens when you have children. And um, I think especially in American culture, like that is unheard of, (laughs) let alone broadcasted to the masses. Um, Because what we see and what we're told is like, you can or you will look like XYZ with children. And sometimes it's just not realistic. Yeah. And we have to not only have that 
like let that expectation go, but have so much grace for ourselves to like embrace our new bodies because it is a new body, but it's a good body still. It's just different. And like yeah. we said earlier, like different can be cool. Like you have to yeah. just <laughs> you just have to change that mindset. Sometimes it's not cool because sometimes it's really painful and uncomfortable and you know, not what you're accustomed to, but it can still be something you learn to embrace and love and yeah. just get to know in a different way. Um yeah, you learn to love the new normal. I think I, I talk to a lot of women in clinics who, you know, they're what, four months, six months after having a baby and they're like, I'm just, I'm in, I'm, I've got this back pain. I'm in so much pain. And I'm like, you're only six months postpartum. Like it takes, you know, it took nine months to grow a baby. It's going to take at least that, if not more, to return to some level of normal. And I think societal expectations of, you know, just bouncing back, um, which are kind of shoved, well, maybe not shoved down our throats, but that's the unspoken expectation. And it really doesn't happen like that in real right. life. Um, and it takes often concerted effort to really build strength back up to get back to a place where, you know, things are moving and loading normally. And then, you know, that's not even talking about all the pelvic issues, which, you know, right. we're often embarrassed to talk about. And, mm-hmm you know yeah there's just there's a lot of change (laughs) I love everything you just said in that whole sentence so there's like three things I want to break down first you mentioned clinics so when you say that um do you mean is that like your job or do you do fitness classes outside of YouTube so I see I mean I'm a physiotherapist so I see you know people a whole range of people for just assessment and treatment for various conditions. And I'm actually starting my own pelvic service next month. Um, Get out. And that will be pelvic physiotherapy, you know, dealing with urinary incontinence and pelvic floor issues, because I think that's such an underserved um, sector. Yes. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank I didn't realize you, you were a physical therapist. So I would say physical therapist, that's what we call it in the US. So yeah. I'm assuming therapist in the UK equivalent. Yep. Mm. That is so cool. My husband was an occupational therapist by trade uh, okay. before the pandemic. And then he changed careers. Yeah. Um, and then I studied, yeah, health and health exercise, health science, specifically mm. exercise science and wellness I wanted to be a corporate wellness instructor Mm -hmm. I used to want to like own a gym and I used to be a a physical fitness instructor and a personal trainer and I used to have a swim lesson business so for kids and adults and so that's kind of my background so we have a ton of overlap totally geeking out like I love this stuff (laughs) Um, and yeah just learning too about pelvic floor therapy it was only a year ago that I even learned that was a thing Mm -hmm. um which for, to me was like, man, like, why don't OBs tell you about this? Why don't, yeah, like, women why are giving birth doctor- all the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. I was like, I've been hobbling in pain for years. I think it was my, after my first, when I got pregnant with my second, that I started having really bad hip pain. Um, and I was like, I guess it's just me being pregnant. And, it, and yeah. it totally wasn't like I had yeah. nerve damage. Mm-hmm. I had scar tissue, you know, for women that tear, I tore my yeah. first two births. Um, so, I mean, everything healed, which is great, but they don't tell you, you have to exercise that scar tissue. You have to break yep. down that scar tissue because if you don't, 
Well, your ligaments um, can attach to the scar <laughs> tissue and adhere, uh, and you won't be able to walk. Come on. Surprise. Like, why did you tell me that? You know? Yeah. And especially thinking about for a woman who might be like me as a younger mom, why would you know that when you're 22? You yeah, exactly. Know that. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, you're the professional. Please just. Why wouldn't you tell that? And so I just, I love that you're getting to start your own practice. That is just so cool. Um, because it's really exciting. <laughs> being a, Yeah. Having been on the receiving end of that therapy and being able to like give testimony of this is where I was last year, even before I had my third baby, um, even before I gained all this weight and I was still in immense pain. I still hadn't healed properly and I didn't know why. Compared to now where, yeah, I'm now a year postpartum. I still have another 20-ish pounds to lose. Like my goal to get back to a healthy Mm. BMI like window where I feel the most comfortable and where my my medical team feels the most comfortable for me. Uh, But my pain is significantly diminished because of all the strength and, yeah, body work that I've put in. But it's taken a year. (laughs) It's taken a long time and a lot of work and a lot of exercises I don't want to do and a lot of stretching and moving and manipulating that has not been fun, but like it's, it's possible. Hey listener, I just wanted to pause really quick and tell you about something slightly insignificant, but in my view, it's pretty awesome. The R Place Pan. Now this season is all about motherhood and maybe one of your main tasks as a mother in your home is doing the cooking. Yes, I would like to say I am the cook in the house. With that said, every cook needs a good pan, and I chose the R-Place pan. It's non-coating, non-toxic, one of the better, safer options for your family. And did I mention how beautiful it is? Check out my show notes. In it, you'll find the affiliate link to go shop an R-Place pan. There may or may not be a little discount for you. You'll just have to go see. Thanks again for listening. Um, so that, that is so cool. And then another question I had for you is, I'm curious, in the UK, do you feel like there is, um, that like unspoken or spoken, what is the word I'm looking for? Assumption about like snapping back? Like, is that kind of common UK culture too, or... What would you say? I feel like it's a global thing, at least in Western Western countries. I mean, that's what I can speak to. Having, yeah, maybe let's not talk about Japan because I don't think they speak about those things at all. But (laughs) in Western cultures, yeah, I feel like that's just the the assumption. Um, And I, it's not. I don't think it's said, so it's never said. I feel like GPs, you know, will tell you things take time and, or, you know, it, you know, six weeks. I feel like this is probably quite, you know, widely spoken. Six weeks, you know, pelvic oh, check right. at six weeks. Okay, cleared for sex, cleared for, you know, anything. You can get back to everything that you were doing before. And oh, I'm right. like, no, no. <laughs> Not at six weeks. You're not ready. No. Isn't that so interesting? I was just talking to a friend about that who just had a baby. And, and I mean, luckily she feels great and she feels healed. And and it was like, 
she was kind of the first friend I talked to about um, that topic <laughs> since I've even had a baby. Um, but I, I, it just kind of like in that moment, I had a little flashback <laughs> of being six weeks postpartum this third time. And I was like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't do it. think about it. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. I mean, because it was a whole different story where I was yeah. like, we're take- I'm taking it slow. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was the first baby where I was like, give me the for- first 40 days. Like, give yeah. me all the warm soups and the porridges and the stews and the <laughs> hot tea. Like, I'm do- I'm trying to do this thing right. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, it just really hit me. I don't know why that I, I for the first time, kind of looked at myself and my friends and I'm like, none of us wear a double zero. Like, I don't know a friend that wears a size <laughs> a size two or a size zero. Like, we are yeah. all normally, I'll say normally built. Like, you know, I think yeah. the average, I think statistically speaking, I read the average woman is a size, like, 12. Yeah. Um, And I've never, I, I'm only now just wearing a size 12. I've always worn maybe, like, a size six to eight yeah. when I was younger. And, and I feel like I've grown and developed you know, a more voluptuous body, the older I've gotten, or I'm starting to fit into that statistic. And now I'm looking and I'm like, oh yeah, I think, I think it's like when you're a teenager, (laughs) 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 you look like that. Yep. (laughs) Because you're a teenager. Um, (laughs) Or, you know, we went to a family camp this summer and the the counselors were early college students, and I looked at myself, and I looked at them, and I looked at myself, and I looked at my husband, and I was like, "Did I used to look like that?" <laughs> I was like, "How old are they?" And he's like, "They're probably like twenty one." I was like, "Oh, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> because I'm ten years older now. <laughs> like, oh, my body has changed, and I." Yep. I've had children like I'm so stupid like my stomach is not look like that hello (laughs) and I just felt like it was I don't know if you've ever seen the the Freaky Friday movie with Lindsay Lohan oh and Jamie Lee Curtis is doing the interview and she with the and she's on the talk show and she's like oh like like senile like old people oh oh okay okay like I'm tracking with you now and that that was that moment I had this summer where I was like oh like 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 this is a mom bod like this is and it's okay it's normal (laughs) this is great like why did you just tell me that before (laughs) I, I could have handled that, you know, versus like finding yeah. out two minutes before that, by the way, <laughs> once this person comes out into the world, uh, you might never look the same. And it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Just, just let me know. Just tell me that. Out <laughs> of time. So that's super unique that you say that. And I totally appreciate your, your context, your perspective, because um, just from what we've gotten to talk about already, like you definitely seem to be more traveled than I. Um, I've definitely got to be around the States and experience different cultures within the, within the States. Um, but from like a global perspective, I, I don't have that. And so I appreciate getting to learn that because that definitely gives some context, I think, to the conversation and to like, you know, the mindsets <clears throat> and the information that 
people like that we are receiving, um, that other women like us or, you know, who are also getting to find your YouTube videos or find us on Instagram, just like the mindsets we're working with where we can expand on that and like learn something new today. Um, And so that is just super special to me. So thank you for sharing some of that. Um, So you mentioned in your postpartum journey that recovery was like really challenging for you. Um, Would you be interested in just kind of like sharing a little bit more about that experience? Did you ever have like a similar experience of having gone into pregnancy at like a different athletic capability and then coming out of your pregnancy into your postpartum journey feeling like this is not the body I'm used to or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think, uh, so I expected to, so I remember giving birth and immediately afterwards feeling like, like I just couldn't support myself. I have no core. I was like, just this empty feeling. I was like, and the first time I walked upstairs a few days afterwards, my legs were sore. <laughs> I was like, what? I just walked up the stairs. Um, and at that point, I was still very keen on making sure I was doing postpartum videos in line with my own recovery. And I was like, okay, got to get filming immediately. And I probably did a bit too much at once, not in terms of the workouts, but, you know, setting up for things. I'd be moving tables around and I'd kind of walk with my equipment um, to the place where we filmed. And I probably shouldn't have done that. Um, But it was, it was so simple that I thought I would have been capable. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess my, I mean, my stomach definitely doesn't look the same. It's a bit looser. I still have, you know, an abdominal separation that's probably not going to go back to how it was and just a lot of extra skin. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not unhappy with my body. It's just different <laughs> to how it was before. And I definitely don't feel like I just have the power that I had before. But then also that's probably a time thing. I mean, working full time and then looking after a toddler. Now I just find I don't have the time to work out like I used to. Right. Yeah. That's a lot of change. And so thank you for sharing because that can be so vulnerable to share. So thank you so much (laughs) uh, for getting just to share a little bit kind of behind the scenes. Again, like seeing that veil behind um, somebody that you watch their videos and just getting to know, like, there's probably more to the story. Um, and like not having this assumption, not that I'm saying I've ever assumed stuff about you. Cause I just have never known as I just always yeah. been so curious, which is why we're here. <laughs> um, where, okay. If you're listening and you resonate <laughs> with Jiba, you're not the only one yeah. you're not. And I totally resonate with that too. Like, I luckily I don't have any diastasis rectus. So if you've never heard of that, that term is the the name, like the technical term for separation of the abdominal wall. So like right, you grow your big belly, you your uterus is underneath your abdomen, um, your abs in your core, right? So it's gonna expand those abs. And then when you have the baby, right, your abs have to come back in and sometimes there is a separation. So if you've never heard of that term, but um, you feel like you might have something like that, uh, definitely bring it up to your OB and let like get some help 
a pelvic floor therapist is fantastic for strengthening that core back and helping to close that separation if you have any of that. So just like a little plug right there. Um, And also just on that, it is not abnormal for it to not go back to how it was before. So probably after childbirth, two fingers any one to two fingers is normal. Whereas before pregnancy, I was one. I'm probably now two. I don't think I'll ever get back to one. As long as you can control, you know, you can control form and you can load properly. It is okay if it doesn't go back to how it was before. Yes. As long as we're addressing the loading mechanics around it. So don't right. worry if, you know, it's it's two fingers. We can strengthen it up still. And yes. You can be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for adding that. Yeah. And um, so I just love that you say that because that was something I never knew. I think mm-hmm. probably until my second baby. And, and even being an exercise major, <clears throat> I think um, I had one class. It was called Special Populations, where you learn about pregnancy and training or like somebody with, um, heart issues and training them or somebody with you know parkinson's yeah just very specific special populations um and we spent what an hour and 20 minutes talking about pregnant women out of <laughs> my four-year college career yeah what a disservice yeah. right mm-hmm. and and even when you're doing the the personal training manual and learning um how to assess risk for people you train where automatically if you're pregnant, you're high risk and you're not supposed mm. to train somebody who's pregnant. And it's, again, it's like, how outdated is that science? Yeah, extremely outdated. Or, yeah, you know, six weeks postpartum, if they've reached that, they're lower risk and you can train them. Again, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go home and chill out. <laughs> like, you just had a baby. Um, and so even medically speaking, I think some of the data, like some of the information we receive is so outdated and, and unhelpful um, where, yeah, it's taken me three times around to to be waiting for my stomach to go back to the way it used to be. And I'm finally like, oh, OK, like that's not realistic. Like that's not yeah. how bodies work. Yeah. And that's OK. That's OK. That's like it's fine, you know. Yeah. Um, and yes, I also (laughs) appreciate you sharing just how easy it feels to like overdo it after having a baby. I think that's always the biggest, um, like mind game for me is where like, you know, I feel like I have noodle arms and noodle legs (laughs) or even like holding your baby is like, this is so heavy. (laughs) What's wrong with me? But just the more that I've gotten to interact with pelvic floor therapists and, you know, like pro-metabolic like nutritionists and kind of just having like a whole body, like whole, whole mind perspective, whole food perspective of how much energy it takes to grow a baby. And then like you said, working and raising a family and taking care of yourself even yeah, enjoying your husband, that yeah. is a lot of energy. Yeah. And often we let our, we let 
the, the attention that we need to focus on us lapse. We're like, okay, something has to give. Okay, I just won't think about myself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, think about the work and the family and everything else going on around. But we don't often prioritize ourselves as yes. women. And I think that's, I mean, especially with, you know, pregnancy and childbirth and recovery, it's really important to do because if, you know, if you don't prioritize yourself now or, you know, soon after childbirth, problems snowball or they can get Mm -hmm. worse over time. And I see women in their 50s and, you know, they've said, yeah, I've had back pain for the last 30 years since I had my kid. I just kind of deal with it. I'm like, no, there's there are things you can do <laughs> yeah. you don't, it's not normal you don't have to be in pain for the rest of your life 100 percent. yeah do you feel like exercise is one of the things you do for yourself that kind of like you know not to bring not say it's to bring you back to baseline but just like making you feel like yourself something that is enjoyable for you yeah definitely yeah that's good I've always enjoyed being active so it makes me feel more like me (laughs) same here I love that I definitely do too which is why it's like it was yeah just so refreshing and it was so freeing to find your YouTube where I could just feel like I had that piece of old me back again where even though I'm not necessarily um working at a level that I used to like I'm still getting to participate in something that Mm. I've always enjoyed getting to do yeah um and so that's super special and that's super sweet. And I definitely agree that um, it's so good to take care of yourself, even if maybe you're not like fitness gurus like us, where that's not like you totally get, you know, maxed out and energized getting the exercise. But even just thinking that I it, kind of the long game, the, yeah. the more work I put in now, that's the more time that I get to have, Lord willing, in the future Uh, Because I'm healthy, because I'm not suffering from back pain or pelvis pain or abdominal pain, because like you're putting in the work now, um, physically and mentally. Uh, So is there, are there any things that um, I guess you wish people would know about your YouTube or about motherhood and exercise and fitness? Um, oh, there's probably quite a lot. I mean, the, the main things I would say is that, you know, exercise is incredibly beneficial during pregnancy. Um, it's not something you have to stay away from. You can do core work and abdominal work safely during pregnancy. Again, not something you have to stay away from. And the stronger you keep that core unit, you know, the less likely you are to develop you know, pelvic pain, back pain, or complications, or pain after pregnancy. Um, You know, when you get your checkup at six weeks, that doesn't mean you're ready to start running. (laughs) It takes, it can take up to a year to really recover. And I've tried to pace my videos accordingly. Um, And, you know, I do have, uh, running is, I mean, it's a completely different topic on its own, but return to impact can often take even longer. And there are some very, really specific guidelines that have recently come out in the past few years about exactly what you should be able to do before you start running pre-pregnant, postpartum. And I actually have a whole different (laughs) course um, for that on my website. But yeah, there's there's a lot. It, it's okay 
for things to happen slowly. It's normal for things to happen slowly. Um, yeah, you're just not alone. I feel like, yeah, there's, there's a lot to say, but probably mm-hmm. those are the most important <laughs> tips. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. And that's just, I just think it's just so freeing. Um, so if you're listening, I really hope that this episode has just been a blessing to you. It's been a blessing to me. Um, again, I'm like, this is so cool. I'm getting to watch somebody again. I don't know why it's just like this in my mind, but seeing somebody on YouTube, like on my screen, in my headphones, having like a real one-on-one conversation, I just I just thrive on, on real life interactions. So this has just been a huge blessing to me. And I think our listeners on Coffee with Kate are really going to embrace this with open arms um, because the chats that I've gotten to have in my direct messages on Instagram have really reiterated and like touched on a lot of the things that we've said that we've personally experienced. Um, And just the more that I've opened up my mind to accept where I am right now in this moment in my motherhood and fitness journey with my body um, where I'm like, things could be worse. They really could. Um, and, (laughs) but that then gives me a baseline, like things get to be better. Like I get to get better. Um, and not that getting better means looking trimmer, like getting better as in my comfort, my capabilities, my physical abilities. Um, cause I guess sometimes you just don't realize how able you are until those abilities are gone. Um, and like how much of a blessing it is and the trade where it's like, yes, this has been hard. Yes. This has changed me. I would not trade my children for the world though. Like I wouldn't, you know, it just gives you like a whole different perspective, which is parenthood to a T it changes your entire life. Um, and so this is just like a tiny little facet of that, but the allegories and the symbolism it carries are just extraordinary. (laughs) If you let them, if you let them be that to you. Um, so where can our listeners find you off of this podcast? Uh, well, I mean, obviously YouTube, which is Belly Strong Fitness. Uh, my website is bellystrong.com. And that also has a few other resources for during pregnancy and also a postpartum return to running program. And then Instagram, Belly Strong Mom. I'm terrible with social media, so I don't post very often. I'll try to get better at it. But you can find me at those three places. <laughs> Awesome. Well, her information is also going to be in these podcast notes. Um, When you see the description of this episode, I always include their social media, their website, where you can find them, where you can reach out. Her YouTube also will be in the show notes, guys. So you'll be able to find her and partake in her wonderful exercise program. I'm telling you, I really love it. I wouldn't, you know, I would never lie to (laughs) y'all. And I may not, you know, have the guns to prove it, but that doesn't mean that I'm not doing the core work to prove it. So, um, and you just can't see that and that's, oh, well. (laughs) So thank you so much for your time today. Like I've just really enjoyed our conversation. This has been so cool. Um, And I really hope that you guys receive this well and that this can be an encouragement to you and your parenthood journey. So until next time. Thanks for coming to Coffee with Kay. Hello, blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. Goodbye, gray sky. Hello, blue. There's nothing can hold me. There's nothing can hold me. Goodbye, gray sky. Hello, blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. Goodbye, gray sky. Hello, blue.